Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%. San Antonio Sports Star Audio Vault is brought to you by AA Best Bail Bonds, 225-2121, or online at mybestbailbonds.com. Michael Jimenez, halftime. It's halftime on San Antonio Sports Star ESPN AM 1250, 103.3 FM. We're on the go at com. What's going on? It's Michael Jimenez, your host from 12 to 2, sports, pop culture, and nostalgia. You know, Tuesdays belong to Teague, but on Wednesdays, I play with Rudy J. What's going on, my man? What's up, man? How you doing? Oh, dude. You know, we walked in here thinking it was going to be a slow sports day, a slow news day, (laughs) but that all changed in the past hour. Don't know if you've seen it, but a bombshell report coming out on ESPN.com. Involving America's team, involving the Dallas Cowboys. That bombshell report says that the Dallas Cowboys paid $2.4 million to a group of cheerleaders as part of a confidential settlement. ESPN's reporting that a senior team executive was accused of voyeurism in the locker room following a team event in 2015. He was watching them undressed, allegedly. Damn. Four cheerleaders received just under $400,000 each. Now, the accused is Richard Dalrymple. He's a longtime senior vice president of public relations and communications. He was allegedly using a cell phone to capture the whole incident. And who is Dalrymple? He is known as Jerry Jones's fixer. Now, he's uh, apparently got in through having a key card. And uh, this is also the same guy who was accused of taking an upskirt photo of Charlotte Jones, another senior VP within the Cowboys, who happens to be Jerry Jones's daughter. I met her. Uh, crazy. I met Charlotte and uh, Nobu. And he's still with the team. He uh, was still with the team for so long, for six years. Now, Dalrymple did retire in February. Okay? But that's because this hit the fan. That's that's exactly it, man. It's because ESPN started sniffing around to the point where ESPN says they have a copy of the signed agreement. And again, Dalrymple uh, uh, kept working for the Cowboys for six years. I think when he retired out the blue, I think people got suspicious. Suspicious. Because I remember when he announced his retirement, immediately Minix, Rob, uh, Joe, the other TV guys that have known him, Pledge, everybody was like, that's weird. Mm -hmm. Like, what? Like, wait a minute. And it was out of nowhere. Because it's out the blue. So I'm sure these investigative reporters that bro- broke this, or maybe they've been working on it. I don't know. But I, that raised red flags. For You know how we, we're doing the whole red flag thing. Him retiring out the blue, being Jerry's right-hand guy like that, out of out of nowhere, and the raised co- red flags. It didn't for me. I was just like, oh, maybe the guy's tired. And, I didn't know him like that. And the Cowboys released no statements thanking him after 32 years of service. He released oh, a statement. Oh, Saying, well, that's according to ESPN. He released a statement saying thank you to the Cowboys, and the Cowboys were like, uh, someone's saying something? 
But uh, the Cowboys say that they investigated this whole thing and found no wrongdoing, but the cheerleaders are saying, no, that's not what happened. Cheerleaders said that they wanted an investigation. They wanted the cops called, and the cops did not arrive because they were not called. Cowboys say, said that we went through his phone. We did forensics on his phone, and the cheerleaders are saying, hey, does he have just one cell phone? If, does he have a work phone? Does he no, have a burner when phone? When you work for Jerry Jones, right-hand man, you got probably two or three phones. You got a wife phone, you know, a phone to take pictures un- mm-hmm. that aren't solicited. It's now, a crazy story, man. And like, I mean, you'd get into it, but it's so, like you were reading it when you came in. Like I was this, like, oh my God. It goes on and on and on. It was the longest article of all time. By the way, if you're going to read this on ESPN.com, uh, give yourself 20, 25 minutes because it is a long read. Uh, basically, uh, ESPN says they know the identity of the four cheerleaders, but the cheerleaders did not want to go on record. So it was because, only four? It wasn't the whole team? No, it was four. And basically, it was a team event that was going on. They said that they went into the locker room and that there's typically two security guards there, but on that day, there was one. There was a backdoor entrance, and they heard someone come in, and they, they, they shouted out there, we're in here, we're changing. Okay. And apparently, one of the cheerleaders said that she walked forward and saw Dalrymple, allegedly, out there peeking through and holding a cell phone out, like fully extended. Is it ale- Do you have to say allegedly if they've been paid? That's a very good point. I, I don't know. I, I say uh, allegedly you know, because... No, let's cover our own asses. Let's just say allegedly for today. Yes. Because I don't... I'm, I'm not a lawyer, and I don't know. Just because you made us, you know, pay the settlement doesn't mean he did. I don't know. Not so only, let's just say allegedly. Not only did the four cheerleaders sign a non-disclosure agreement their three spouse three of them had spouses and they did too okay but it was very well known within the cheerleading ranks there of who he was and what happened so it's possible that they you know did their part and 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 kept their mouth shut because they signed that for the agreement but the other cheerleaders could have said something right and you know you take a look at this this is a a a a very very serious thing that's going to have legs this is something that we're going to be talking about and hearing about for a long, long especially time. Especially because of the team it is. Especially because of the team it is. And on top of that, he was with the team for six more years after the money was paid out. I think, again, what he did to the cheerleaders is inexcusable. It's disgusting. It's perverted. Like, you you know, who? what kind of man has to do that? We see it all the time. But... The head scratcher that we've been talking about here, it's already been on the stream yard, is how do you continue to work with a guy that snuck an up-the-skirt picture of your daughter? Now, again, I'm not, his daughter's not 13, not 12. is a grown, fully grown woman. But at the same time, it's still weird. It's still creepy. It's still despicable. It's still a fireable offense. How do you keep working with that guy? And what I told y'all on the WhatsApp and what I told y'all here in the studio, the reason you keep working with that man is because, and the reason you forgive him for these things is because y'all done dirt together and he got, he knows where your skeletons are hidden. Keep in mind, Jerry's the same guy that was fully, 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 fully married, caught on photo, doing some weird stuff in restrooms taking weird pictures with females in restrooms so if you think that's all that jerry's done i got oceanfront property for you in idaho i can sell you so to answer the question that everybody's like oh well how can he do that his daughter how can he do his daughter because they get they do dirt together 
The weird Jerry, you can't snitch on your your partner. You can't snitch on your co on your co D. He's just co defendant. He could easily, you know, the book. Everybody, you know, how many people said when he retired, dude, he could write a hell of a book. Yes, he could. And if Jerry don't stand by him through all this, we're gonna find out some things about Jerry as well. So Jerry's in a pickle. Now the Cowboys say NDAs are not uncommon within that organization. That a lot. I think, of this, people I think sign NDAs them. are. Hell, I signed a non-disclosure before I came over here. Yeah, and and you take a look at this the the upskirt photo which was the second accusation against Dalrymple that was caught on video. That was, that was, what was that, caught on video? that whole incident. Wow. Because it was during, I believe a draft day type of thing. And, and it was the war room and it happened in the war room and people were, were noticing this and notifying Dallas TV stations about it going, Hey, did you see this? I mean, did, are, are our eyes deceiving us? He's in the background doing this. So there's no video way. evidence apparently of this. So going back to the cheerleaders, they're like, we were told, just go cheer. We were told, hey, even though this guy is still here, we're just going to pretend like none of this ever happened. And uh, apparently the cheerleaders all knew about it. I mean, of course they were going to know about it. But four of them signed NDAs. Three of their spouses signed NDAs. And again, Dalrymple, known as the fixer within the Dallas Cowboys organization. Des Bryant famously said, fix this situation when he had an issue with a reporter back in the day. And he was referring to Dalrymple. You fix this. That is his thing. ESPN says that they are not going to release the identities of the four cheerleaders because they asked not to be interviewed. But again, That's ESPN fair. has a copy of the signed agreement. Dude. And the question becomes, though, as part of this whole investigation, that the cheerleaders had asked was, you guys, I mean, this is Jerry World. There are cameras everywhere. Are you telling us? That there were no cameras showing this guy going in and out, even though he did say, "Yeah, I went inside there." But do you know what his what his excuse was, Rudy? Uh, what was it? His excuse was he had to use the bathroom. Is that what he rolled with? That's what he rolled with. That's how you know and that he's, he's the lying. fixer. And he's the fixer, right? He rolled with that. Uh, uh, come on, this is Jerry World. He doesn't know where the restrooms are. Are you telling and me? Not this? only that, once you hear, "Hey, we're in here changing," you like in today's world. I open a door and I hear ladies screaming, we're changing. I'm sprinting out. <laughs> Agree. You don't want to be caught up in that type of nonsense unless you're going in there to take photos of these young ladies. Again, man, this is, um, again, I feel bad and good for you. One, because it's like you get, you're coming on right as it's happening. But two, at the same time, we're still trying to gather it all. You know what I mean? What? So you're really not getting to die. You you literally had to read the story yeah. <laughs> at 1130. So you didn't really get to digest it and think about what you wanted to say. So it's the gift and the curse of coming on right when something like this breaks. I know. We were just in here talking about, it's a slow, slow day. day. Yeah. It's a slow day. And then I see we see this article, and this article is goes on and on for days. It took 20 to 30 minutes to read. But my question for you, Rudy, is this. You know, there is the crime, and then there's the cover-up. Which one is worse in this situation? The crime of being a voyeur, videotaping these women, violating them, right? Or is it worse to say, Cowboys just said, no big deal. Get back to work, everybody. Game back on. I mean, to the me. The cover-up is always worse. It's like, again, and I feel like the situation I'm going to bring up is a 100 times worse. But bad is bad. A sin, you know, my mama says a sin is a sin, right? But, you know, I take you back to Penn State. And Joe Paterno knowing 
somewhat what was going on with Sandusky mm-hmm. and not saying anything until like it all hit the fan. And then it's like, oh, well, I knew, but I didn't know. But again, I think that's worse when you're talking about, you know, young men taking advantage of little men. But this is, like I said, a sin is a sin. So I'll say it just like I said then. This is it's worse that this went on and you kept you kept him around. Yeah, you said Paterno. What about um, Lawrence Nasser, the, the doctor in Michigan oh, State? You know, again, it's a cover up there. And in this sense, you might think to yourself, well, it's not a cover up. The cheerleaders signed this non disclosure agreement. They signed this. They got money. They got paid. Yeah. You know. You know. No one was was hurt. I guess you can say is that, physically is that, hurt. What do you? How do you feel about that? About the person that says that. If someone were to tweet you that right now, what would you say? I would say that before I had a daughter. I would agree with them, but now that I have daughters, no, man. I I think differently being a girl dad, and and life experience changes you like that. Yeah. Um. But obviously, if you're signing an agreement, in the sense that from the Cowboys' perspective, because it's not just a cheerleader signing the agreement, it's the Dallas Cowboys cutting a check for two point four million dollars for this to go away. Obviously, something went wrong and obviously they're accepting some sort of blame that's the whole thing with deshaun watson houston texans quarterback right now you know he has what 20 some odd women accusing accusing him of of, i don't know somewhere around there of issues that's the thing as well because the nda is going on with that and him having to cut a check if that ever happens what does that mean it means he's guilty dude that's exactly what that means um i disagree with that and I'm gonna t- let me let me tell you I'm explain to you why, and I think you'll be able to relate to me as a. Even if I know in my heart I didn't do it, and I can pay to make it go away, I don't want my my life because again you in some of these cases like you could be facing fifty to a hundred years. You're putting your your the rest of your life in twelve people's hands. Mm-hmm. Even though if I know I didn't do it, I'm like, you know what? I I can't risk that. Again, because we, you know how many people are locked up, especially men of color that are locked up for things they didn't do? The difference is, Rudy, there's a difference between he said, she said, and he said, she said, she said, she said, she said, she said, count, she said no, 22 different times. That doesn't mean you're guilty, man. It doesn't. That means it doesn't that mean, that it doesn't mean you're it doesn't guilty, mean that you're Mike. guilty. It means that you are more likely. And to then be again, again, and then again, especially as again, as a man of color, we're in, in our eyes, we're already seen as intimidating and menacing and the way, the ways in some sectors of society we've been portrayed. So no, I don't want to go to trial. I don't want to go to trial because again, I, there's too many people locked up for things they didn't do for me to risk that. I get that, but let's go and, back to let's go back to the Cowboys though. The yeah, Cowboys, the Cowboys is did they investigate this correctly? Well, the cheerleaders said that they wanted the police there and they didn't go. That's a problem. That's problem number number one is the voyeurism, right? Was it investigated? Did they actually do a thorough investigated investigation if they actually did look into it? Again, security cameras. You know what? What? I don't know. That's a great. I think that's a fair question. It is Jerry where They should be everywhere. Would the Cowboys want to have this release? I mean, I mean, think about anything. Would the Spurs want to have this release, or or any franchise no out there? Right. No one would want to. Which means that they willingly covered it up. Agree with that. I agree with that. Uh, covered it up. I don't think it's covered up as much as it's just like. 
okay with it because they if did. The cops are. It's called, not like they didn't pay the. They they paid what they were what what they were asked to pay, and then they just kept the guy on board. I don't know if that's considered a cover up or accepting. If the cops are called, it's public record. There is a police report. But I guess they weren't called. Right. So why weren't they called if a crime was committed? Because voyeurism is a crime in the state of Texas. Okay. Well, let me ask you this. I got three daughters. You have two. Mm-hmm. If you feel like your daughter has been sexually assaulted or sexually taken advantage of, do you want money or justice? I will take care of that myself. That's not what I'm asking. I, of course, we all would. But you want? Do you want? And you, if it's not do me, do you want money to go away? If it's not me, will go you take, my cousins? Okay, would you take money to go away? If you feel like if your daughter was on the Deshaun Watson list, would you be taking a two million dollar check to go away, or would you want to prosecute him? I would think you want to prosecute him. You're not going to take no money to go away, right? Exactly. So what do you say to the person that says that? Like, well, if it was really a crime, why don't you want him to go to jail? Why are you just asking for money? The problem that you're talking about there is is it's all about power. What power do these four cheerleaders who probably make thirty to forty, fifty thousand dollars a year make? Not even that. Have against a multi-billionaire, who who I mean, think about it. The stadium that they play in is worth more than a billion dollars. That franchise is worth so much. That guy has an army of lawyers. Yeah, he has sure. more lawyers probably than members of the cheerleading squad. Right. Okay. So if you're saying that there's going to be a David versus Goliath type of situation in the court, that's a good answer. Sometimes you just take what you can get. I agree with that. There, there is no such thing as justice against a billionaire. None. Uh, I'm I'm trying to ask all the questions that I've dealt with this many times in my 15 years on radio, and these are all the questions that you normally get. This is no, these are the questions you're going to get, whether it be a phone call, whether it be streaming, or whether it be Twitter. I'm trying to ask all of those to get it all out there in uh, in the open. But the Cowboys are in a and this is a mess, and this is bad because, like I said, it, you're you kept a guy on who not only took a picture of your daughter's up your daughter's dress but also went into a dressing room or a bathroom where people were to you know changing women were changing clothes and took pictures of them and then you kept them on staff and i i saw him this summer at oxnard and he's one of those guys that walks around like he knows he's he knows he's the man he yeah. walks he walks around like a guy that thinks he's untouchable yeah his crap don't stink and i guess we know why now i guess now the fact that he could do get away with something like this and keep his job now it all makes sense why how he walks around and flip flops toes out at oxnard with his head in there and shades on like he can't be touched it all kind of coming together now rudy do you think this was the first time i mean this is the first time he got caught right no it's not hell no it's right. never the first time it, it, exactly never. which means what does he have in my humble opinion i have no facts his iCloud is probably littered with crap. He probably has four or five cell phones. And I'm going to say allegedly, but come on, man. We, we know what's going on. And it happens like this with people of power. It doesn't, it's not necessarily people of color. It is people of power. Because no, they're, yeah, they're, yeah, yeah. That would think we're talking about two different there things. There are races out there. There are white, there's black, there's brown. But let's talk about a different race, which is green. Those who have money. And that's a different world. And the laws... And the protections around them are different than you and me. You and me get, in, get involved with a, an alleged crime. Dude, a billionaire, a multi, multi, multi-millionaire can make it go away. And that is the thing. And that's why these we guys... Saw it, we need, saw it with Robert Kraft. 
We saw. Oh, oh my God! Exactly. He was going Robert into. Kraft. There were little girls at that massage parlor. Robert Kraft. Robert Kraft walks out. And clean. why? Why do you go to those places? I'm not saying you go to those places. Why does somebody go to those places? It is. It is about power, and you do not see them as people. True. You know, and it's it's just it's so frustrating. It's, it, it it is frustrating, but I mean, you've been alive for 44 years, and so you you kind of know how this thing works. And then we don't make the rules. You and I don't make the rules. We just kind of watch these things kind of play out. Mm-hmm. But again, and this is only me assuming. I'm just assumption. You have to be careful. We are on radio and people take this stuff seriously. You never know where this stuff ends up. So I'm assuming for this man to keep his job after doing something like that to your own flesh and blood, and then you paying out $2.4 million to a group of young ladies, what does he know about you? Mm-hmm. What do you know? What does he know about Jerry Jones to make him be able to keep his job after something this disgusting? That's what we have to be. Wondering. If we were as Daniel Snyder, we'd be wondering it. I don't care who it, Mark Davis, you name the owner, you name the owner, an owner that would keep a man around, keep a man around like this. They y'all been doing dirt together, and I'm not saying it's dirty picture taking pictures, unsolicited pictures of people, but y'all have done some dirt together to where you just like you know what, chill out. I'm gonna keep you on, but you got to chill out because he could probably he he could probably bury Jerry. And again, that's just my humble opinion as to why he was able to keep his job this long. For those of you who are just joining us, the Dallas Cowboys a report on ESPN.com a bombshell report saying that a senior vice president within the organization uh, was accused of voyeurism, walking in on cheerleaders, four of them while they were undressing with a cell phone extended out, and a crazy. and a settlement, a confidential settlement of $2.4 million was given to the cheerleaders. They each had 400000 each, just under $400,000. Uh, Minus assuming, attorney fees. Yeah, I'm assuming eight hundred grand went to well, attorney fees. Uh, well, I think the, the Cowboys pay those. Yeah. They probably paid the attorney fees. They probably got their four hundred. But it, it's it's because at that point, at that point, you you do whatever they ask you to do. And what's two two point four? Jerry got that in the, he got that in popcorn. Exactly. And it's a crazy report. Again, it's on ESPN.com. You mentioned Daniel Snyder's name. You know Daniel Snyder and the Washington Football Team or Washington Commanders. I guess we should call them now. Uh, you know they're accused of assaults. Uh, 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 not uh, not they were taking the cheerleaders to the Bahamas and doing the photo shoots for the calendar but on some of the calendar shoots they made them take their tops off that yeah, was yeah so it wasn't yeah, assault what, right. what what phrase am I looking for here uh, it was it wasn't assault it, 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 it was uh, inappropriate harassment sexual harassment beha- inappropriate, inappropriate behavior whatever right. my apologies but the interesting thing about that is because that has had legs that has been around now. For a couple of years, we've been investigating that, and more and more has been coming out that's unrelated to this. But there have been calls out there for Daniel Snyder to give up his team. And at 1 o'clock, let's talk about this. Could this be the beginning of the end of Jerry Jones and the Jones family within the Dallas Cowboys? We'll talk about that more at 1 o'clock. Speaking of the Cowboys, you know, I very rarely hear trash talk from a certain player. Uh, when we come back, Micah Parsons, Defensive Rookie of the Year. Did you hear what he had to say on ESPN? I have not, and I like going into the segment, not hearing the segment. I like mm-hmm. being able to react like on freestyle, off the rip. You yeah, know what I mean? he went after one of the Super Bowl quarterbacks 
We'll, you'll listen Jeez. to it when we come back. This is Halftime on San Antonio Sports Star, ESPN AM 1250 and 103.3 FM. Take a break This is Halftime with Michael Jimenez on San Antonio Sports Star, ESPN 1250 and 103.3 FM. Upload a photo of what's on your grill and enter a description and recipe at sasportstar.com and you can win a $50 gift card to Tri-County Meat Market. Winner chosen every Thursday at 6 on the Blitz. Welcome back to Halftime on San Antonio Sports Star, ESPN AM 1250 and 103.3 FM. My name is Michael Jimenez. I'm hanging out with Rudy J. Yes, sir. Rudy. What up, bro? I had some scary moments, man, before coming into the station today. What happened? Did you... uh... Your road rage accident? What happened? <laughs> no, I'm getting ready. So usually I leave my house around uh, 10, 20 or so to come to the station, give you an hour to prep for the show. And uh, I'm walking out the door. I'm getting my backpack. And my wife is there. My wife called in sick today. And we're, you know, I'm leaving the house. Are you contact traced? You no. stay over there now. No, no I'm, I'm good. kidding. No, good. Go, ahead. go ahead. I'm messing with you. But uh, as I'm getting my stuff together and starting to walk out, gunfire. Just someone emptied a clip. Just boom, 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 boom. Now, we're out. We live close to each other. We're outside. You're outside the city limits. Are you sure it wasn't fireworks? No. This was gunfire. Okay. It was gunfire. It was six shots in about a second. Did you hit the floor? Um. Say, okay. What did you do? So, so, I have, so picture this. I'm in my kitchen. I'm walking out. I have the backpack on yeah. over one shoulder, and I, like, hunch down. You did? I hunch down. And my wife runs out of the bedroom, goes to the backyard, opens the door for our dogs to come in, and then proceeds to run outside of the house into the front of the house. And I'm there going, what are you doing? Get down. She's being the man of the house, what you were supposed to do. No, that is not being man of the house. No one's... Okay. <laughs> you should never run toward Reach gunfire. out to us on Kielbasa Bacon <laughs> phone line 656 ESPN. Should you run outside if you hear gunfire? No. No. You hit the deck. Why was she doing that? I don't know. I don't know what she was doing. The funniest thing was was that I'm like, like babe, come outside. Come come come, come inside. inside. <laughs> come inside. What are you doing? She's I, like, I, I, I'm doing what you should be doing, investigating. I'm basically on the ground, you know, doing, you know, you know, crawling the on the ground. Yeah. And uh, so I chase after her, and she says, call 911. Now, mm-hmm. first of all, we, okay, I live on 1604 in Petranco. I'm about uh, about three miles outside the loop, okay? And it's a very nice neighborhood. We do have crime in the neighborhood from time to time. People Who break into cars and stuff like that. It come, You know, we have the HOA page on Facebook, and <laughs> everyone complains about this and the other. But oftentimes, suspicious people or whatnot. Now, there is a gun range a couple of miles from our house, and we hear that. It's got, I think it's called Bullet Hole. And you hear, you hear it every morning at 5 a.m., but that's far away. You can tell when a gunshot is from two miles away. This sounded like it was within, within a block. Really? Yeah. I mean, it was, it was boom, 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 boom. And your it wife ran outside? outside? And she ran outside. Okay, so then it's early release. Which is probably one of the reasons why my wife isn't at my work. Daughter, yeah, my daughter, yeah, my daughter got early release too. So um, it's ten thirty, ten thirty five. School gets out at eleven. The elementary's due. Yeah. So now, now she's like, "We need cops out here for the school, right?" And uh, so I call nine 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 one one, and proceed to get on hold. You called the cops. Yeah. 
What? What? Because you? What? What are you saying? You? You don't know where they came from. I don't know. Like, what are you going to say to the cops? I, I live right next to the school. My, I don't have any backyard neighbors. My neighbor's backyard, or my backyard neighbor, is the is Leak Elementary School. Oh, so you were you're you were calling the cops for them to make sure it wasn't a school shooting. That okay. And all, okay. Okay. And, now I got you. And okay. also to make sure that if there was a shooting going on or there was something going on in the neighborhood, that they had deputies at the school okay because kids are getting out in 25 minutes does it have to go on lockdown i don't know so and you know what i'm gonna look at the news later on because i told my wife walking out someone got capped that was not <laughs> that was not a shooting of oh what if they some, missed him jay it might have missed i mean six shots in a second dude it was bang 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 so anyway <laughs> I called 911, and I proceeded to be on hold for six minutes. Are you serious? That's what happens when you call from the hood. If you would have called from Rogers Ranch, you would have been on in 30 seconds. I live in a nice neighborhood, man. I'm messing with you. I'm kidding. Do better, Bear County Sheriff's Office, because I can get through to security service and go through their prompts faster and get somebody on on the phone than them. They actually called me back, so I'm glad that I wasn't in a life or death situation. I did. I ended up calling the non-emergency line, and I got through. And they, they thought you were a prank caller. Did someone call nine one one? They called me back, and I was like, "Yeah, I finally talked to somebody. I called directly into Bear County Sheriff's Office." Uh, but man, it was um, it was interesting. And my wife is in the middle of the middle of the uh, yard with her with her hands on her hips, going, "Where did that come from? Leave Where that left, comment. Looking left, looking right. Leave that comment." But, uh, man, yeah, Siberian Sneaks reached out on Facebook. Someone got capped. Mikey went full boomer trying to sound hip. <laughs> Dude, okay, first of all, I'm using the, I'm using the same phraseology as what? Snoop and Dr. Dre, who, by the way, I looked at the ages. Did you realize Dr. Dre is 56 years I old? I had no idea. And Snoop is 50 and Eminem is 49. You and I are getting old, my man. Yeah, we ain't getting old. We old. I, I, first of all. I like the fact that he thinks I'm trying to sound hip. I have never been hip in my entire life. Why would I try now? <laughs> but man. No one says Captain anymore. I'm almost 50 and I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, so okay. wait, wait, wait. So what's the hip? What's the hip turn for getting shot? I, I, I don't know, man. Hit up. Uh, Carrying him in. <laughs> yeah. So people are now. Was it hit up? People are reaching out to up? me on Facebook and YouTube. But you know what? It was so close, though. And it was so loud in my house. I can't believe you that called I the hit, That well, I hit the deck. Before I knew how you were that close to the school, I, I didn't understand the cop part because I'm like, you don't know where they came from. You just call and say, hey, I just heard gunshots. I'm sure Well, to I'm me, sure you're the type of person that they look at the phone like, dude, okay, what do you want me to do? Well, to me, it sounded like I came from behind me. And behind me is the school. The school. So that may, I know I'm fully with you. Okay. Now, now I, it didn't come to mind school shooting. It came to mind of just get some protection there. For, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. There's a case the shooter wants to head over there. And, you know. Yes, and I want to thank everybody reaching out to us on Facebook and YouTube, not asking if I'm okay or if my wife and kids are okay or if the dogs are okay. They're just making fun of me at this point, okay? Uh, I'm sorry for not visiting Urban Dictionary recently to figure out um, a new terminology for put a cap it's in someone's A. a you bodied. Know? You, someone got bodied. Someone got murked. Murked? I'm not going to say murked. <laughs> murked. M-U-R-K-E-D. Somebody at, got murked. I stop at capped because that's what the songs from the 90s say, and I'm going to roll with that, man. But uh, let's roll on to some sports. Let's uh, go. Micah Parsons. Woo! Daddy loves a good sound bite. 
I'm all about a storyline. Yes, Micah Parsons talking to ESPN's Diana Rossini was talking about who he thinks are the top quarterbacks in the NFL. And it's so funny because, you know, this is, you know, a very, you know, very well put together guy. He doesn't put out bulletin board material out there. And so, so to hear the defensive. And he's a good follow. Yes, yes. And to hear the defensive rookie of the year come out and say, list his favorites and then. When when prompted, hey, you didn't mention somebody, and then go, yeah, no, 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 no. The, you got to listen to this. Uh, they're talking about Joey Bur- Joe Burrow. I would say Mahomes, and then I would put Josh Allen second. Then I'll put like Rogers. Rogers might be ahead of Josh Allen to be honest with you. Okay. Rogers, Mahomes, Josh. But then I would say Kyler, and then I would say like my fifth ones, like tied at fifth. Because like they've been through a lot this past year, will be like Lamar and Dak. No, Joe Burrow. No. Why doesn't he crack the top? Joe's like extremely good, but like some games Joe would like have a day, but in some games like he's not there. Mmm. Tell me more about how you know when those not there games are happening. Against the Bears. He threw like, I don't know. I wouldn't say it's easy to get in his head because I haven't played him and I'm playing him next year. So I want this to get to him. And he come out here <laughs> down to 18 Stadium and throw for 400 and be like, he said that in the interview. So I don't want to see nothing crazy. He backtracked fast. Hey, uh, they played the Bengals next year. That's, that's why. Yeah, that's what I was saying. <laughs> Bulletin board material already in February. Micah backpedaled better than Deion Sanders right there. <laughs> Yo, he, uh, that's the thing about interviews. Like, if you're good, if the interviewer is good, she can, he or she can get you that type of stuff and out of you to where you feel comfortable saying that, and then you catch yourself. Or maybe his publicist or PR person gave him a, what? Gave him that look. You know that look your mom gives you when you know you get an ass when you get home? That's the look his PR person probably gave him. But I hope he does throw for 400 on Parsons. Let me tell you why. <laughs> So Parsons is running around Radio Row. He's doing something with Pizza Hut. He has on the home slash jacket. Jacket's fire. I say, I get his, well, he's done with his interview that he was doing. He's walking towards our two tables. I was like, Micah, let us get the flick. I got you, man. I got you. Let me go run and do this. Never heard back from Micah. Dude, come on, man. Never you, heard you, back you, from You him. really thought he was coming back? Yes. Now, I have issues you're with Cowboys this. should be men of their word. It's like you're a cowboy. The cowboy don't look you in your eye and tell you that he'll be back and not come back. No, what cowboys do so is So I they, hope they do get 400 dropped on Micah. No, cowboys do confidential settlements and then backpedal seven years later. That's what they do. But we'll be more about that at 1 o'clock. But here's the thing about uh, Micah Parsons, though. What's up? Again, it's so great that they play... The Bengals, the Bengals this year. Yeah. And we have that bulletin board material. That's Six, not. Seven, uh, there's no way they ten. find this. There's seven. no way they're going to find this. this gonna, by the time they play, we'll have what? What are we in? February, March, February, May. Yeah, March, it's like March, seven March, to ten months. Hey, come on. <laughs> they ain't finding this. But he, I hope they do. How's, he put Dak over Burrow. Is that just him being boys? Or is that like his legitimate thing? Because I don't know, man. You if don't you think, ask. Time out. You don't think Dak's better than Burrow? Not even close. What are you saying? There are tiers to quarterbacks. Dak Prescott is a top 10 quarterback in the NFL. He is. You want to call him elite? Mm, shades of He's it. He's not better than Joe Burrow right now today? No, not not today. Mike. Not today. No. You being serious? No, there are people who have lapped him, man. Dak Prescott. Today. I'm not saying I'm the future. 
February 16, 2022, you're taking him over deck. I, I need a, a, a two-minute drive. A two-minute drive right now to win the game, I will take Joe Burrow over Dak Prescott. And that's not me being an LSU fan or anything like that. That is just basically me just looking Wait at Wait a minute, but time out. He had two minutes in the Super Bowl and couldn't get a first down when he needed it. He had a minute 36. He did. A minute, no, minute, minute I mean, 26, no. rather. Do you don't think Dak goes down to get a field goal to tie? No. No. Are you telling me that Dak Prescott? With two timeouts? He has Dak Prescott as a top-five quarterback. Are you serious? Are you serious? No way, man. When the year started, Dak Prescott was probably in my rankings. Look, I'm not a Dak four, guy. Five. I'm not a Dak guy, but I don't know if Burrow's better than him right now. Dude, Burrow's more accomplished than Dak Prescott ever will be right now. I mean, think about it, man. I mean, who would you rather have? The quarterback who led his team to a Super Bowl, despite the fact that they had to go on the road the entire time, someone who won a national title in college football, or Dak I mean, scoreboard. He's more accomplished. He is more accomplished than Dak Prescott two years into his career than Dak has done in six. That is facts. And and like the kids do, I spell that with an X. Spell that with an X. So then that means you. So what you're telling me then is if they swapped, Dak wouldn't be in the Super Bowl. No, no. Dak needs everything to go right. He needs everybody back on there. He needs no injuries. He needs to have a, a healthy offensive line. But I line. think that's 99% of the league. Joe Burrow won even though he was sacked nine times in a playoff game on the road. But he Dak also, Prescott gets sacked nine up. times. He's being carted off the field, Mixon, Boyd, Higgins, Chase. He's Zeke, stacked. Pollard. Amari Zeke, Cooper. <clears throat> Amari Cooper. Zeke is living off of his name. No, I, Zeke I, can't I get play that. Anymore. I get that. But Pollard is good. Amari Cooper, C.D. Lamb, Gallup, Before he got Schultz. Hurt. I mean, come on! It's not like see. See, I've been saying that the Bengals okay. have a better trio so, than the Cowboys, uh, uh, and everyone didn't. No one agreed with me. Okay, but now time people out. do. Put your GM hat on. Yeah. And I said, you get to draft the Bengals wide receiver core, or you get to draft the Cowboys wide receiver core. Who's you taking? You know what? The last four weeks of the no, season. No, who are you taking? No, if you no, let me let me answer. I would have taken the Cowboys trio when the season started, but when the season ended, it all changed. It all changed. So Burrow it, it, has the better weapons. Has the better weapons as of the last, as of Thanksgiving. <laughs> as of Thanksgiving when Jamar Chase went Megatron. Yeah, yeah, for real. Okay, Jamar Chase was not the Jamar Chase that we're seeing now uh, back in, 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 in October. Right, because Mac Jones was going to win rookie of the offensive rookie of the year. And then I got a question for you, Rudy. Yeah. Who are you taking? Joe Burrow or Dak Prescott if they both had to play behind the Bengals line? Dak. Because he has a better escapability. But we've seen that the Cowboys line is better, and when he has to deal with pressure, he is worse. Now, here's the thing, Pledge. Burrow is sneaky athletic. He got some. He's, a, he's, he's a, a gym rat. He's a gym rat. Why does y'all say that about white quarterbacks? Last time out. <laughs> Sorry, we're speaking code over here. <laughs> no, man. No, there's no way in the world I would take Dak Prescott over Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow passed him up, man. He has passed him up. He was more accomplished in college and more accomplished in the NFL. And he's like, what, 24 years old? That's remarkable. No, he's 25 years old. That's remarkable. But, uh, you know, when we come back, let's talk about uh, us getting suckered. Uh, I feel like you've been suckered. I feel like I've been suckered. I feel like Pledge has been suckered. I feel like the people listening have been suckered because 
all the streaming services have all decided simultaneously we're raising prices. Mm. So which one should we keep? We have a poll out on Twitter at MikeESPNSA. Rudy, Rudy, you're at Rudy J underscore star, correct? Yes, sir. Pledgers at I am I'm Pledger. attacked right now. We are live on Facebook and YouTube. Search San Antonio Sports Star. Like and subscribe. Kielbasa Bacon phone lines also open at 656-ESPN. If you want to talk about the Cowboys and the allegations against them, that's at 1 o'clock. And also, it's Movie Review Wednesday. Officer, Officer and a gentleman, gentleman at one thirty. This is halftime on San Antonio Sports Star, ESPN AM twelve fifty and one zero three three FM. <laughs> this is Jason Minnick. Get home with me and Joe Reinagle this afternoon, four till seven. San Antonio Sports Star, ESPN twelve fifty and one zero three three FM. Welcome back to halftime on San Antonio Sports Star, ESPN AM twelve fifty and one zero three three FM. My name's Michael Jimenez, hanging out with Pledger and Rudy J. 1.30, we have movie reviews. Officer and a gentleman. People love them. People hate them. People love to hate my reviews, but that's going to be at 1.30. You know, uh, I mentioned before the break that I feel like a complete sucker. Because back in the day, you and I are old enough, Rudy. We're both 44 years old. We remember the days of, man, should we get HBO? Should we get Showtime, Cinemax, the movie channel? Go back and forth with all that. And then ultimately we decided, you know what? It would be cheaper if we just did some streaming services, right? Mm -hmm. The first one that we all got on was probably Netflix, right? Mm -hmm. We enjoyed Netflix for a while. Because it was seven bucks. Remember when it was seven? Seven seven bucks. We're like, this is cool for seven dollars. Yeah. It's like, you know what? I'm going to get rid of my HBO. And then it became... Oh, well, Hulu came out, and remember all those old TV shows that you you wish that you could find? Nostalgia. Nostalgic ones, right? (laughs) I've always wanted to watch all the episodes of Cheers, you know? So it's stuff like that. And it's like, let me add on Hulu. And then the kids are like, Disney Plus is coming out. I want to be able to watch all of the Marvel stuff. And then you you get Disney. HBO Max. HBO Max drops one. And then, and then you hear things like, hey, have you watched Yellowstone with Kevin Costner? And then you go off to, or iCarly, and you go, iCarly's coming back. It's a reboot. Let's get Paramount. Oh, Yellowstone's on Paramount. No, it's not on Paramount. It's on Peacock. Yeah. Let me get this straight. It airs on Paramount, but it streams on Peacock. And then the Olympics are on. Let's get Peacock. And then <clears throat> Apple TV. And it's just on and on and on. But it was okay. But nobody like, said you had to buy it. But they were like six bucks. Right. You add them all together, you're like, okay, it's 40 bucks. <laughs> but now, uniform, in a uniform fashion, these streaming services are like, hey, guess what? We got you now, suckers. Yeah. Well, the thing is, Mike, one, they it, that stuff comes right out of the account. Are you really going to notice an extra three bucks? That's and exactly two, it. And two, they get you hooked. Like which one? Which one would you really cancel? Like, cause you got you have something on all of them. Yes, that's the problem. You have something on all of them that you love. There's a reason why I haven't watched Ted Lasso yet, cause I don't want to get another one. Right. So which one? Like, it's like okay, let's say you had to drop two. Like, I like you know what? Everybody in America has to drop two streaming services. Which two would yours be? Um, I would say Paramount. And Hulu, right? It's got to be no, Hulu. Hulu's good, dude. dude I, Hulu is like for Bridesmaids Tales. That's it. No, okay. Hulu's great. Hulu's no, great. No, it is not. Hulu's it am- is great. Hulu's amazing. If I had a rank. I do not like. I don't even have Hulu. I think Amazon Prime would be the second one that I would drop. 
So I would really? pro- I would probably say Paramount Amazon Prime. Uh, Peacock, I'm still getting used to. I kind of feel like Peacock. You know what? Once I'm done with Yellowstone, I'll probably drop Peacock then. Because when I when I look at the, all the offerings there, I kind of feel like like I'm walking through those middle aisles of Blockbuster Video. Not the new releases. <laughs> yeah, but don't you, I remember. You know, hey, look, there's Police Academy 4, 5, 6, and 7, you know? Uh, but well, time out. Let's rewind. Plus, you still got to pay for Amazon Prime a lot of the time. Give me Sometimes. three. Give me three A pluses on Hulu. You Hulu, you Hulu junkies. Give me three A plus things on Hulu since it's so great. Okay, first of all, I can't go to sleep without watching Forensic Files again. See, don't I, give me something that's reruns. Give me. I mean, yes, but that's why you get Hulu. I mean, Hulu oh, has... Oh, what, because of Office reruns? Ooh, yes, it has yeah. some... It has... It, it's basically... How I Met Your Mother. How I Met... Yeah. Man, I can find that anywhere. I get a fire <laughs> yeah, stick with, and find with, the old with, office. With, you get... I get to give me a jailbroken fire stick. That's not a reason to keep Hulu. You get everything that's come on FX. That includes Archer, old and new. FX, is that... um? That's the one where it had a- the OJ thing FX and ATL? the Versace thing and... ATL? ATL. And Franklin... Snowfall's FX too, yeah. Snowfall's now, now, on now, FX. Now, now, Hulu is basically for me. It is it is the mindless TV, mindless TV in the background while I'm watch, while I'm eating dinner. And so Maniacs not, is there. So it's not important if it's white noise. No, it's very important. White noise yeah. is what I sleep to. Yeah, that, that's exactly it. So I would if I had to rank them, and you know what? I actually put this on a poll on Twitter right now. Mm-hmm. And I asked them, I, I narrowed it down to four, uh, Netflix, Hulu, HBO Max, and Disney Plus. Netflix is number one at 34%, and HBO Max at 33%. What this tells me... Is it their favorites? Yes. Okay. What this tells me is that HBO Max is number one, even though in my poll... With HBO's a lot of these, original programming, no one can top their original programming. And, and it's only HBO, it's Cinemax. It's all of their stuff going on there. It is great. that The movie... the the movie list that they have there and their old shows and their current shows are amazing, you know. Uh, so I would rank HBO Plus at one. Okay. I would probably put Hulu at two. Oh, my God. Hulu at two. See all what I, you just did there? All I, all I know you is. morph Disney Plus and HBO Max into one thing and HBO Plus so yeah. he could keep multiple things on his list. <laughs> he did say HBO Plus. It's Max. Max. <laughs> I knew what you meant. <laughs> Disney Plus, you're not getting rid you of Disney. You know what? You when have you a get child. to be 44 years old, <laughs> yeah. you know. Oh, you mean in certain, three years? Yeah. Certain things. Could, yes, HBO Max is You're not one. getting rid of Disney Plus. You have a child. That's the one I would want to get rid of, yeah. but I can't. You can't. So Dude, that's as old the as your one daughter? that's number one with a but bullet then, but, on but, mine. But then Netflix comes out with, like, you know, the, the whole thing, the Tinder swindler and 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 but, dude, I was watching uh, this morning with my wife. We were watching, um, oh, what's that uh, uh, that that reality show about meeting somebody? Uh, 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 what's it called? It's it's like it's like a race Bachelor? to the altar. It's 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 like a race to the altar. It's um, eh, I have it right here. Whatever. Love is blind. Oh yeah, love is blind. Which, by the way, I I can watch hour after hour of Love Is Blind. It's a, such a you bad reality weird show. Chick stuff. Dude, you know what you know what the thing about it is? If we didn't all have FOMO, you could I mean, yes, once once in a while Netflix will drop a gem. But for the most ninety percent of Netflix stuff is trash. It is. And so there's nothing on there besides the stuff that's like Tiger King comes on, like, oh my God. Uh Squid Games. Oh my God. Like, yes, they have some gems. Yeah. But 
90% of this crap on Netflix you will never watch. What was that one with Rock, Gal Gadot, and Ryan Reynolds? Red Notice? Oh, yeah, I saw that. That was pretty good. That was, I liked it. That, that was with The Rock, right? Yeah, The yeah, Rock, that was Gal good. Gadot, and Ryan Reynolds. Saw that, that movie. It was awful. Um, but, <laughs> but, but the thing about Netflix, though, you're right. Net, it's the FOMO. Net, Netflix has... How's like the the like oh my god you know what, what what's the the Queen's Gambit we got we gotta watch the Queen's Gambit yeah. Cobra Kai Cobra Kai and then, but then they'll have a horror movie called Clowns and Things and you're like <laughs> and you watch like ten minutes of it, you're like what is this but for movies they suck it's bad they suck it's all about like their own original content that's why you keep it but now it's 19.99 for the premium wait wait deal. wait wait my Netflix is twenty bucks now. Uh, it will be if you have the premium uh, version. It might of be it. too much, bro. Now they have they have like another that version of it much. that might be ten or twelve bucks, but it just depends on what. And then that also is another another question: Do you do you want to pay the extra two bucks to have no commercials on Hulu or no commercials on Paramount? Because it sucks watching this. No, I'm not giving you no more money. I'll watch a commercial. We gotta go. We gotta get to stuff. Oh stuff. my goodness! This was a fun topic. I am man. not giving you any more money. I will gladly watch the commercial, especially coming in this for my business because I want people to listen to my live reads. Yeah, <laughs> so I will watch their commercials. We have another hour of halftime to go here on San Antonio Sports Star. We come back that bombshell report involving the Dallas Cowboys. That one has legs, man. That's the story that's going to be around for a long, long time. Cheerleaders accusing a senior VP of voyeurism. And the Cowboys paid these cheerleaders off. We'll be talking about it when we come back. Also, Spurs back in action tonight. And my movie review of Officer and a Gentleman at 1.30. This is Halftime on San Antonio Sports. Michael Jimenez. Halftime. It's hour number two of Halftime on San Antonio Sports Star, ESPN AM 1250 and 103.3 FM. We're on the go at com. We're live on Facebook and YouTube. Like and subscribe, San Antonio Sports Star. Leave a comment or two. We're also on Twitter. I'm at MikeESPNSA. Rudy's at RudyJ underscore star. And Pledge is at I am Pledger. You know, when we were uh, on the last segment talking about the streaming services, I got really into it, man. Yeah, yeah. I didn't I didn't even realize that we were up against the break. But uh, let's continue this conversation. What's now, going on? Do I have to eliminate things because I do a very intelligent thing with my streaming, I think, and the Disney Plus bundle affords me both Hulu and ESPN Plus. That is smart. Along with it, and on top of that, because I'm an AT&T customer, I get HBO Max for free just for being an an, H, uh, uh, an AT&T customer. Wait. So I'm getting like deals. Right. Where AT&T as far as cable or as far as your phone? Phone. Oh. Really? Right. I have AT&T. You should get HBO Max for free. Then. Yeah. How? Yeah, you just basically give them a call, and they'll like give you codes and whatnot for yeah. HBO Max. Get out of town. Yeah, I have, it, I have it on my TV, and that's based on my bundle for, yeah. with, with, with AT&T. Yeah. You should stop paying for HBO Max like now. No, I don't even have HBO Max. And HBO oh, Max. get it for free then. Out of all the streaming services, my opinion, HBO Max is the best one. And it's, not, it's by far. It's really good. It is by far the best one. Hulu's a nostalgic one, but, uh, you know, we have a caller coming in. Texas Drew wants to reach out and talk to us on line one. What's going on, Texas Drew? Hey, what's up, guys? Um, yeah, and Rejay, you were talking about shows for Hulu and stuff. I got the three for you. <laughs> okay. Um, only Murderers in the Building, which Who? stars... Only what? Only murderers, in, only murderers in the Building. Okay. That stars two, one of the greatest comedians of all times, and Steve Martin and Martin Short. 
um, along with Selena Gomez. Um, Pam and Tom just started right now on Hulu. I heard, see, which is awesome. See, Mike told me. Mike told me it was whack. This guy don't sitting across from me. Don't listen to Mike. <laughs> I mean, it, it is. It's really good. I mean, it comes out new episodes every every Wednesday. Okay, but okay, go ahead. Kind of gets you on the inside of the night. Does it? Does it show the the tape? Do I get to see the tape? You get Keep to it see PG. Keep it. You get to see. Um, Sebastian Stan, a.k.a. Winter Soldier, as probably one of the greatest Toms ever played, better than uh, Machine Gun Kelly, I think, and from the dirt. <laughs> okay, uh, and what else? Well, give me one more. And the last one, it's called The Great. It's pretty much a comedic spinoff of Ivan uh, the Terrible, um, okay. which you got to check out. It's funny. It's already on, I think, its third season, I believe. Okay. So that you got to check that out, too, man. Hey, man, good looking out, man. I'm always looking for new stuff, to, especially now that football's kind of over, but the Cowboys are trying to keep football season going. I need something, man. And so I appreciate you. Much appreciated, my brother. Hey, appreciate it, man. Thanks, Texas Thanks, Drew. Drew. You know, the Cowboys like to be making headlines, but the those, headlines made today. Titans. Titans, HBO Max. See, these people, <laughs> dude, I'm writing all this down because sometimes me and my wife are sitting around like, we don't know what to watch. Got some stuff. And then we, I just learned I get HBO Max for free. HBO Max Succession. It is a great I've heard, show. I've heard about Succession. Minix is all about Succession. Minix watches a, television, regular television. Minix says he's done with all three seasons. Rob loves the show. I the love the show. Maker. Jesus. And then Yellowstone, uh, if you haven't seen the Kevin Costner one, I'm in season one right now. I'm amazed so far. Dude. This topic wasn't supposed to do this. I know. It was supposed to be like a six-minute throwaway <laughs> topic, but it, it had legs. And but streaming is a huge part of all of our lives, if you think about it. This think about the... everything that you watch via streaming, whether it's a Cobra Kai. Uh, Rob Spencer Kai. brought up Titans on HBO Max. If you're a comic book fan, like Titans was extremely well done. I would say that 80% of the time I spend with my wife is we're in bed watching TV. Yeah, me too. And and we, we have stopped eating dinner at our dinner table we just take oh, it dude, to the that bed, stopped man. in that stopped after that stopped in 01 <laughs> like, as soon as you moved out of your mom's house i never i haven't eaten dinner at a table since i left my mom's crib do you have one of those dining rooms that no one goes in yeah I have, <laughs> and i refuse to take a bite of my food until i have it on the channel i want that's a good point i, I will not take a bite not one bite until i'm like okay this is the channel i can't Let's eat <laughs> i can't eat dirty like i can't go, go you have to go shower for a jog. i have to shower but what if the fries take a hit uh, that's what an air fryer is for, man. I mean, there's, you know, that, you, you know. My, so modern, you won't come from the gym and eat your Chipotle bowl? No, I can't, man. I'm all sweaty and ugly. No, man, I can't be, I can't be, I can't be dripping in sweat and and sitting on top Bro, of that. Wash your hands and eat. No, I can. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna wash my hands. I'm gonna get busy because I think if my food isn't fresh, I'm mad. You know how yours is. Uh, it's storylines over integrity. Yes. Hot food over cleanliness. Me too. If you want to make me mad, give me some sad fries. Mm, if my fries, sad fries. If they're falling over the thing like that, and they look sad. <laughs> I need my fries erect. That no put me in a worse mood. <laughs> yeah. If I go to a Whataburger and I get like lukewarm to cold fries, I am pulling back through. I will pull back through. <laughs> Real facts. This, what, were we, what were we supposed to do at one? My well, bad, Mike. Well, Let's go. This is halftime. First of all, <laughs> on San Antonio Sports Star, we're on ESPN AM twelve fifty and are we one zero three three FM? Are we yeah, Janet? Are we Janet Justin halftime? Or are we aftermath halftime? 
Ooh, good point. Um, aftermath. As I, as, as I, I don't know. I think we're. I think we're. I don't know. We're Janet, Justin. <laughs> we'll rip it off at the end. <laughs> and that's apparently that as a promo. <laughs> what? Let's go, Mike. What I, else we got? I, I love segueing, but I could not segue from that particular <laughs> one because I was halfway through it in my mind, and I was like. No, nah, I'm gonna walk that one back. I was gonna backpedal like Micah Parsons not having Joe Burrow as one of his top five quarterbacks. We played that soundbite oh, no. earlier. I'm not touching that anymore. I got destroyed. Uh, you know, real fast. Spurs back in action tonight against the Thunder. The last game before the All Star break. Spurs are two and two, I believe, on the rodeo road trip. Yes, and uh, have been looking good since the Derek White trade. Spurs now twenty two and thirty six. About a couple of games behind where they need to be to make that play-in tournament. But, man, right now, sitting with three first-round draft picks. Last time I looked, it was the number seven pick before the draft, before the lottery, yes. number 18 and number 20. Again, we're cheering against the Celtics. We are cheering against the Boston Celtics oh, as well. Oh, because of the protected pick crap? Exactly. I hate that. Well, no, we're cheering against them because we want them to go down. Yeah. It's protected, but for a while. But the Boston Celtics right now, ever since that trade, the Spurs will look better. But so do the Boston Celtics. Boston the, is balling. They're on fire. Man, they beat the living crap out of the Sixers last night. About 48. 135 to 87. My favorite part about all this, by the way, and I know I've been accused of uh, Derek White slander, but right the, the, the uh, Celtics shot 25 for 45 from three last night. Fire. Fuego. Derek, the, Derek White, 0 for 3. You know what? <laughs> That's not what we're going to do, man. We're not going to throw... There's no reason to throw darts. The man is already gone. Here's the thing. The Spurs did good with that trade, but this was also good for the Celtics. They needed Derek White. Yes, they both got better. It is is possible that you have two winners in a trade. It is possible because the Spurs right now are starting Devin Vassell, and he compliments DeJounte Murray so much better than Derek White ever did. Because Derek White is another point guard. They were rolling two point guards out there. And Vassell can do different things. And, man, Lonnie Walker, he has the ball in his hands more often. He's getting more room to do what he needs to do. And Lonnie has looked good the last two games. I would, man, I wouldn't Lonnie be surprised. Lonnie is really good when he's playing downhill. Yeah. When that he dunk plays, he had at the end of the third quarter was amazing. Yeah, he can last fly. Game. He can fly. I, like, I want him around. But, again, Spurs don't normally let you get into a free agent year as a rookie unless they don't plan on keeping you. So that Yeah, but the whole thing about that, though, is – We've never seen Lonnie have this much space. And if he can keep this going yeah. for a month or two and he ends the year strong, that would be amazing. And he would be very cheap to keep. He makes three yes. and a half now. I mean, Spurs, I mean, it, I mean, we have to ask ourselves this question. Who else are we going to get for five or six million that knows the system? Now, this, I think what will happen, uh, MJ, I think it's the same thing with Boban, uh, same thing with Jonathan Simmons. They'll be like, hey, go shop. Yeah, you know, go shop because like with Boban, there was like Detroit offered him twenty one million, and Papa's like, dude, we're not gonna give you twenty one million. He's like, go get that, go set yourself up for life. You know what I mean? Go and go and get that money. And I think they'll do the same with uh, with Lonnie. Like Lonnie, this is what we have, but go shop around, and if somebody will pay you six, seven million more than we can, I'll I will shake your hand, I'll give you a hug, and say, hey, go do that. And I think that's where they are with Lonnie because they like him, but I don't think they like him at. 10 mil. Correct. See what I'm saying? Yeah, Lonnie, last two games, averaging 19 points on 57% shooting. 
he looks a lot more confident out there because again like you said he runs downhill he's, he that's yeah. what he does and he's doing that very well because they're giving him the spacing to do that his body language looks better he's not bruce bowen to be on the corner to catch the ball and shoot a three <laughs> no, I don't want he that. needs to move around yeah, I don't they want were that. asking Derek white to do that so it's weird because Derek's skill set which was fine you know he was getting you the 15 6 and 6 or the 15 5 and 5 that has been divvied up by Lonnie that's been divvied up by Devin Vassell but if they were looking at getting rid of Lonnie Walker he wouldn't be playing 30 minutes two games ago and 26 minutes last game they're still giving him one last chance and that might be something that might change our minds it's so weird because man I left him for dead a while back but he's still hanging around and if he finishes strong I wouldn't I wouldn't mind keeping him around Big news today on ESPN.com. Dallas Cowboys, always in the headlines, right? Always in the headlines. we got to give them the good and the bad, though, MJ. Yeah. They this, can't just get the good. This is the bad. ESPN's reporting that there was a confidential agreement made between the Dallas Cowboys and four cheerleaders where more than $2 million was paid out to these cheerleaders or and to their lawyers mm-hmm. because one of the senior vice presidents of public relations and, and media relations within the Dallas Cowboys organization was accused of voyeurism, peeking and taking maybe photos or videos of four cheerleaders at a Cowboys event at Jerry World. And uh, yeah, ESPN found out, says that they have the signed agreement showing that each cheerleader received just under $400,000 each. And this guy, this guy who, who was that senior VP, Richard Dalrymple, just retired from the Cowboys after 32 seasons, 32 years. Just retired this month. But he was allowed to keep his job for six or seven years after the whole and incident. And not only that, then they let him retire. You know what I mean? It's not like it was like, hey, we got to fire you all of a sudden. It's retire. And this is the other thing. And I know y'all, we've all listened to Sports Talk Radio for over a decade, all of us in this room. And at least once every year or two, or we want to say one, every other year we have to, to remind ourselves we don't know these guys. Because when Dalrymple retired, everybody there was nothing but praise for him. Like Dalrymple, oh my God, he's such a good dude. He did all this without him. Blah blah blah. It's like Jared from Subway. Seemed like a great guy. <laughs> <laughs> Seemed like a great guy. Like man, you know what, Jared? You all right, man? I'm happy for you, bro. You lost a hundred pounds. Good for you, man. Seemed like a good dude. Dalrymple seemed like a real cool dude. Want to have a beer with him. Flip flops, laid back. Jerry's right hand man. Only to find out he's a gosh darn perv. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's close. Like we we engulf ourselves in these celebrities and we fall in love with them and we worship them. Only to find out later that some of them are really the scum of the earth and probably should have their asses kicked. So. Before you fall in love with celebrities, just know at some point there's a possibility they could let you down. And at the end of the day, we don't know these guys. Now, is this something that's going to be the beginning of the end for Jerry Jones and the Jones family within this organization? Because Daniel Snyder and the Washington Redskins, or or the Washington football team, which then became the Washington Commanders, they've had issues with sexual harassment and issues within the organization. And, and a racist and, name that they were forced to trade, yes. that they were forced to change by their by their sponsors. And I apologize for saying it. This is a, you know no it, no it, no it no no no. no. It, it was, but to answer your question, no, Mike, they're not taking, they're not touching that man's team. But here's what I think, though. They're not touching that man's team. Here's what I think, though. Every single investigative reporter from HBO Sports, from CNN, from 
ABC, from all these organizations, do you think that they don't want this? They don't want to dig deeper into this? Absolutely. Absolutely. And then now, now more than ever, you have more women in this business than ever. Mm-hmm. And there's more women because before it was just a male dominated field. And we just got to come on air and say our male chauvinistic type things. Now you have a lot of women with huge voices and huge platforms to where it's a, well, it's a lot more sensitive and you got to be a lot more careful how you move and sensitivity training and those things. But are they taking Jerry's team? Absolutely not. But they can make life hell. They can not make a, life hell because, again. I'm not saying this ain't a big deal, but no, it, I think it's going to take more than that. It like it, Let's say we keep investigating and a year or something else comes out and then something else, that's, then that, and that's all bets off. But just this, no, that won't. this won't be enough. But and Daniel, that's sad to say, but this won't be enough. But with Daniel Snyder, though, it started with one thing, and then it unraveled right. and unraveled and unraveled even more. But, you know, that's that's the point that I'm trying to make. I don't think no, I know gonna, what they never took the team away from Snyder. No, they never took the team away from Jerry Jones or they're, they're never going to. But what I am saying is, is they can make his life hell because Jerry Jones loves one thing. He loves the sound of his voice yeah. and he loves being in front of cameras. But do you think he wants to be in front of the camera now with all of this going now, on? This is what I will say. Now, you want me? I will tear Jerry to shreds. If he does not find a microphone, what is today? What's today? Wednesday? Mm-hmm. Jerry needs to find a microphone by early next week. Don't run from the microphone. Now, you do an interview after every game, and then you do an interview every Tuesday or Wednesday. Then you, you know, and then here and there when you want to, an impromptu, you call up the fan or the ticket, whatever the hell you on up there in Dallas, and do an impromptu. Do not run from the microphone now. And again, I understand that there's legalities and there's an NDA. Um, there's an NDA that was signed. So there's, I'm sure there's going to be questions that whoever you give the interview to that you can't answer for legal reasons. But you do need to find a microphone and explain to the people that whatever happened, happened. It won't happen again. I, I, I take whatever responsibility. But he, we needs to find, he needs to find a microphone by next Tuesday. We don't know if it has happened a second time. We don't know if it's happened a third time. There could be several agreements out there. This could be the first. This could be the tip of the iceberg is what I'm trying to say involving Jerry Jones, involving the Dallas Cowboys. More can be coming out can come out of this because, you know, they signed the NDAs, but did everybody sign an NDA? Well, regardless, like his lawyers, I mean, this is Jerry Jones, like you said in the first hour, Mike, and I, I agree with you 100%. This guy has he has the best lawyers that money can buy. And they're not going to let him just get on air and just say anything. Mm-hmm. But he needs to speak because you always speak. And if you don't, sometimes silence speaks volumes. It does. It does. So he, we need to hear from him. And I'm sure Jason. And say whatever you can say that doesn't get you in trouble legally. I'm sure Jason Minix and Joe Reinagle will have more on this at 4 o'clock on The Blitz. Some relatively breaking news, if you will. Again, sports, pop culture, nostalgia. We're going to combine sports and pop culture with this. People Magazine is reporting right now that Aaron Rodgers and Shailene Woodley have broken up. They were engaged. At some point, Aaron, you got to look in the mirror. This is, uh, was it Olivia Munn? Is it Munn? Olivia Munn, yeah. Uh, The race car driver. And now what's this young lady's name? Shailene Woodley. At some point, Aaron, it might be you. Like, you always think the world is against you. You might just not be as cool a guy as you think you are. And they were engaged, <laughs> though. 
They I don't think this wasn't boyfriend girlfriend. I think he popped the question. Yeah, and it was to her. it was a surprise thing. It happened about a year ago, and uh, TMZ was the first to report of this breakup. Oh, then it's but, legit. But be, yeah, TMZ, TMZ said <laughs> it is legit. I, I know, but man, it, it's so funny. Think about the roller coaster ride that Aaron Rodgers has been on. This it's been past a rough year. year. It's been a rough year. Self inflicted some of it, and then the way your playoffs ended, you broke your toe. Your best your your best friend is Pat McAfee who wears a black tank top every day. Dude, we were at Radio Row. We he's saw Pat a, McAfee. You know what? Let me shut he's, up. I mean, he, I, say it. You say it. He's I, such a d bag. He is. I don't want to seem like I'm hating because he is on top of the sports world. Like he's the guy right now. Like everybody has their moment. He's having his moment. So I don't want to seem like I'm hating, but he's a dude. I like the fact that you had me say it first, and then you echo it. You you, <laughs> you, you parrot it back. But what's so funny is is that I take a look at everybody at Radio Row, and I think to myself, I'd love to have a drink with that guy, with that guy, with that guy, with that guy. I take a look at Pat McAfee, and I'm thinking to myself, I don't want to even be in the same room as this dude. He's Mm. just, but I don't know, man. Aaron Rodgers, again, he's on the market, ladies. He's on the market. Would you date Aaron? Uh, If I was female, no. But then again, he's worth a lot of money. You don't know that. Eh. How are you going to say that? Well, you know what? This is a great segue. It's like Tinder Swindler. Like, he put you on a jet. This is a great segue because okay. speaking about being on a jet, Officer and a Gentleman is about a movie. It's a movie about women who want to marry future pilots and pilots being told not to fall into that trap. So we're going to do our movie reviews. It's hey, Wednesdays, baby. You're getting good. That's a great segue. That's that that's that's that man is growing. It's just like Giannis developing a jumper. That's a good job, Michael. <laughs> the, movie reviews the movie review is coming up. You yeah. hate him, you love him, you love to hate him. And Joe Reinagle will be here with us. I see what? him behind you. He is gonna be here with me because this was his request. He said, the heck with your poll. <laughs> The heck with people wanting you to watch Bloodsport. This week, you are doing An Officer and a Gentleman. I am doing the review 40 years after it was released. This is Halftime on San Antonio Sports Star ESPN AM 1250 and 103.3 FM. It's Halftime with Michael Jimenez on San Antonio Sports Star ESPN 1250 and 103.3 FM. I love this song. Where the eagles cry. This is one of those that you have to know this, right? I can see the Spurs using this as like a teleprompter yeah. little yeah, the, the kiss cam? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, I did see Joe Cocker in concert about 10 years ago in Las Vegas. He was amazing. But was this movie amazing? An Officer and a Gentleman, a 1982 classic. <laughs> That Joe Ryan Eagle said, hey, screw all the people that you are, are follow you on Twitter. Who, <laughs> That's right. You know, they wanted you to watch Bloodsport, but I want you to watch An Officer and a Gentleman. Classic for, movie. For many reasons, because you said also uh, Urban Cowboy has kind of a thing going on with it, because Deborah Winger was in both, and I did Urban Cowboy a couple of weeks ago. Well, yeah, because I think that, you know, that's when Deborah Winger was like hot. You know, I mean, and I mean that in it's a way that, career-wise. Career-wise, <laughs> yeah. No, I know what you meant. I mean, you know, she's she's not hot, but there's something there about her, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. I, I mean, know exactly I don't, what, what you she mean. Got I know what you mean. That was like, hmm, okay. I get C- it. Couple of beers, like, you know, it. I mean. Yeah. A couple of beers. <laughs> well, you know, Deborah Winger does get naked in this movie Jesus. and uh, did not she take She does, her, yeah. Yeah, a couple of beers not needed. Okay. Uh, that's a good-looking woman back in 1982, but... All uh right. 
You know, it's so funny. Before the segment started, you asked the question, do you watch these movies or is this like a Cliff Notes thing yeah, that you're, man, you that you're reading? Watch this yeah, man, because you were on your phone reading something, yeah, right? he's reading a review before we come in. So no, like, Are no. you Milli Vanilli? <laughs> <laughs> you lip syncing? What the hell, So, bro? you know, people love to, hate, to rag on me about these movie reviews, but it's interesting because, again, my wife, I asked her last night, she goes, which movie are we doing? I said, An Officer and a Gentleman. I've never seen it. So again, another movie that she oh, has never seen. So we watched it last night, and um, what you know? So it's interesting. It's, it's uh, Richard Gere stars in the movie. I will let you know, I'm not a big Richard Gere fan. Okay, there's Fair been enough. very few movies that Richard Gere's been on that I've liked him. Was it Primal Fear? Yeah, but Unfaithful? other uh, uh, other people too. Un- Unfaithful is a really good movie, and that's yeah. a movie I hate to watch because that's just. That just Why? tugged okay. at your heart. Why? Pretty okay Woman, for... man. Yeah. Oh, but, uh, Pretty Woman. Pretty Woman yeah. was more of a Julia Roberts thing. Yeah, she, she I mean, was a big star in that movie. I yeah. like Richard Gere. Yeah. I don't know, man. There's just there's just something about him. Oh, I just my bad. I just look at him a little bit uh, a little bit weird about that. Oh, Primal Fear with him and Edward Norton. That was yeah. incredible. Edward Norton. Edward Norton's incredible. a freak. Yeah, he yeah. was incredible. That dude's a freak. Yeah. Man. Now I will let you know, Edward Norton. If you'd ask me my favorite actor. Uh, I would probably say it's Edward Norton. Well, wow. Nah, really? Yeah, he's he's up there, baby. He's in rounders. Well, that, that, this explains a lot. I'm glad we're in the back stuff. <laughs> yes, explains okay. a lot. So the background of the story is that what, uh, what Richard Gere plays Zach Mayo, yeah. who's in. The, he was trying to become a Navy aviation officer, he's, and uh, he's going through. I guess they're training for that, right? It's a 13 right. week program, and he's basically being told that half the people are going to fail, half of the people are going to succeed. And he has, you know, he's a very immature person because he, his mother died of suicide and uh, his dad was not a really good dad. His dad was a drunk and a womanizer. And, you know, so this guy doesn't know what it's like to feel love right. and doesn't know what it's like to, to be mature. But he decides to follow in his dad's footsteps and go into the Is Navy. Is that fair? That's fair. Yeah. Okay. And, yeah. And, and try to get into this, this very elite program. And basically throughout the whole, whole time, uh, you know, he's still being immature out there. He's trying to skirt by certain rules. Um, you know, a part of it with, with, with the uniform and whatnot. And, and they're being told, do not fall in love with the women in this town because they're trying to go after you because they know you will be a Navy pilot and they want to latch onto that. You are their ticket out of this town. Right. That's fair. Good review. And, and basically the whole thing revolves around the fact that he, uh, he changes. He he's a, a a cocky, immature person, and as time goes on, partially because of Deborah Winger's character, who she plays Paula, and partially because of him becoming better friends with the people that are in the boot camp with him, he becomes more and more mature. Where it's not all about him, he starts thinking about other people. But at the same time, he does not want to to marry Paula. He does not want to take her with him. And uh, he, there's there's a lot. There's he's a lo- afraid to, right? He doesn't want to fall in love. He doesn't know what love is, right? Exactly. But he's in love. He doesn't know it. He doesn't know it. Okay. Right. But she's not a scummy woman like the rest she's of. She's not there, really right. trying to get over. She really like. Right. She really. Yeah. Loves. yeah. Well, well, she really fell in love. Okay. But the thing okay. is, is that she is also someone who has done that whole thing of trying to latch on to a pilot. So she admits, yeah, that was me. But this is real, baby. This is real. I love you. You know, she even says that. Right, and right. And she's saying all those other times I attempted, those were just flings. Why would this, I believe this, you? This, yeah, and that's Richard Gere's thing is 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 based or Zach's thing. Why should I believe you? And basically, it 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 all culminates essentially with the fact that uh, his best friend commits suicide because Paula's best friend uh, basically screwed him over and uh, told him that she was pregnant. 
Uh, he she wasn't. Um, mm-hmm. He told he tells her that she wants that they want to get he wants to marry her still, and he, she says no, and he kills himself. And now he's Richard Gere's about to graduate. He's about to get over and and, about to and become an officer. Become an officer, and he ends up going crazy for a little while, and he just it just messes with his mind. And he and then he gets into a fight with the drill sergeant played by uh, Lou Gossett Jr., who, by the way, is the first African American male to win an Oscar for Best Supporting Actor. Dude, he was Phenomenal. fantastic in that movie. I'm gonna, yeah. Lou what, Gossett, dude, was what fat, are the only best, two best things one in the whole movie. Yeah, what are the only two things that come from Oklahoma? <laughs> <laughs> okay, That's right. which, which is a, which is a, which is a great segue though, because I'm gonna give two movie reviews on this. Uh-oh. What, what do you mean? Uh-oh, come on, man, get to it. Okay, so first of all, I like this movie a lot. Oh, oh wow! Are you okay. scared? Are you scared because Joe's in? No, in no, the room? no, no. There's but, hope for you. But I'm going to say something. Normally, he's in the car and he can't reach you. He can reach you right I'm gonna now. Say, Is that why you saying this? I'm going to say something that he's either going to love or hate. Okay. okay, okay. My wife and I have the same score on this movie. We give it an A minus. Okay, okay. But it makes me think less of Full Metal Jacket because Full Metal Jacket. The Stanley Kubrick classic from several a handful of years after this movie stole from this movie, big time. Like every everything that you can think of from Full Metal Jacket was stolen from this movie. The the Lou Gossett Jr. character Lee Army was I mean that character he was also involved in this movie by the way in in some respect. Why can't you just keep things separate, Mike? Well, no, 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 because they stole the lines. Some of the lines are the same. The girls in in the Philippines there, and the girls in the, in Vietnam, and in, in Full Metal Jacket, or, or drew inspiration. No, man, it, it is. Uh, I believe I don't remember Deborah Winger ever saying, "I love you, long time." No, but but yeah, <laughs> but, like, but the girls in the beginning of the movie are. They're asking him to have. They're asking people to have sex for five dollars. It's the exact same concept. Everything from Full Metal Jacket, but, the first the first hour and a half. Though. Was basically mimicked, officer, officer and gentleman, and I've loved Full Metal Jacket for a long time, and now I'm thinking about it, going, "Wow, they completely ripped off so many scenes and so many different things." So now my regard for Full Metal Jacket goes down a little I bit. Think all, but I give this an A minus. I think all military movies are kind of all kind no. of the same. No, this is identical. What do you, so what what do you, think, you got you got the drill sergeant every. Right, right. In every right. military movie, that's a training camp kind of thing or a boot camp kind of thing. Full Metal Jacket, I liked until they left boot camp. Yeah. All right. After the mm. dude goes nuts, and you know what's a Joker? Yeah. Not Joker. Uh, Gomer Pyle. They call him Pyle, Pyle right? Yeah. When he goes nuts. Oh. Right. And, and kills yeah. himself. But after that, I thought the movie kind of sucked. I, the the boot yeah. camp part. Anyway, we'll we'll review that one later. So officer well, and a gentleman. So one of the things, a minus, huh? a minus. So okay. one of the things I like doing is I like to go back and go, who are these actors, right? And the guy who played Sid, who ultimately commits suicide, right. I, I'm like, he looks familiar, and I couldn't place it. Yeah. So I finally, a Wikipedia the movie, I look Just at look that up actor the cast and then see what else they did. Yeah. Did you know that that's the guy who plays Parkman in Major League Two? Oh, I don't wow. remember Major League Major Two League, either. Major League Two. Pa- Parkman the was was the Triple Crown winner who strutted at the plate, and 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 he, and he goes, men hate him, but women love him. Uh, yeah, he was no. like he, that. Dude's actually been in a lot of stuff. I think I though, know, but right? I saw that, and that's I was like, man, that's the same guy. Yeah, uh, David Caruso from CSI Miami and and NYPD Blue was in this movie. He, he was, was a big wiener in this movie, though. <laughs> well, <laughs> he wasn't he the guy that almost drowned 
that almost yes. drowned in that in, yeah. the, in the pool. Yeah. So yeah, this was a good movie. I liked it. I liked it better than Urban Cowboy. Urban Cowboy was good. Don't get me wrong. Uh, but this, this gentleman is a classic. It is a classic. And and some funny things about the movie was that uh, I read that Richard Gere did not like the ending of the movie. The ending where he goes in there into the plant, gets Paula, carries her out. Right. That he was opposed to it because he thought it was cheesy to have a, a Cinderella story, a Cinderella ending. But apparently he it changed his mind when they shot the scene because people that were on the on the set were all teared up about it all. And he goes, what? wait a minute. They, From a movie they're what? That they're part That's, of. That, that was strong. Yeah. And it was a good ending. And, and I saw a good review that was done 40 years ago. And someone asked the question when it came to it all that... Is it sexist to think that you need to have a guy rescue a girl? Or was it you look at it differently and go, who rescued who? Did Zach rescue Paula from that town? Or did Paula rescue Zach from the life he was I, going to live? I think it live? was both, right? I think, I, mean, I, think they, I think they met each other halfway. Yeah, it was both. And he was struggling with something. Dude, I, you know... Please, the whole sex yeah. thing. All right, it's <laughs> well, a movie. Well, well, it's a movie. <laughs> I mean, all right, it's, it's not going to change the world. Nobody's going to get upset. It's a movie. It and ended that, that way. It used to be my good. It used to be a good thing when a man took care of his woman and went and got his woman. Like, what happened to the world? I thought that was yeah. a good thing. Like, it's crazy world we live in. It's, it's nuts. No, it's not sexist. And it's a movie. This movie, <laughs> this movie had a budget Jesus. of seven million dollars and it, it made one ninety. Yeah, of course. It was popular. The third biggest movie of 1982 behind E.T. and whatever was number two. Maybe it was Scarface. I don't know what that was. But uh, I thought it was interesting who they wanted to have in the movie originally. Originally, it was country star John Denver. Really? Yes. Then instead, when of he, Paul, instead of Richard Gere? Instead of Richard Gere. Then after John that, Denver. they went to Jeff I'm Bridges. That didn't happen. And then Jeff Bridges said no. Then they went to Harry Hamlin, and he said no. Then they went to Christopher Reeve, and he said no. Then they went to John Travolta, and he said no. And they finally settled on... Dude, he was the seventh string? Yeah. And so and so was uh, Deborah Winger, because originally they wanted Sigourney Weaver. I love... We, she was aliens. She yeah, was, she was I get on that. Fire. Right. She was on fire. Then they went to Angelica Houston, I don't who know turned her. it down. Jennifer Jason Lee was oh, then wow. cast, but she turned it down so she could go do Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Well, that's not a bad Smart. decision. Then yeah. they went to Rebecca Dormit de Mornay. Then they went to Meg Ryan. Then they went to Gina Davis. And finally, they landed on Deborah Winger. Well, it's funny, you know, how they do that. And it turns out that you really can't see anybody else playing those roles. Now, but Richard Gere and Deborah right. Winger, right? If it was anybody else, it'd look weird. Now yeah. that we've now that it played out, I mean, it classic. just seemed like that was the perfect matchup. Mm -hmm. It's it was a good movie. I can't imagine John Denver. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> dude. Now I I can see a a John. I could see this being John Travolta and, okay, and Deborah Winger that. again. All right, I, get I can that. I see can Travolta that. dancing. But man, I just see Travolta dancing. I don't know. You know what the best acting Richard Gere did in this movie was the athletic scenes. The dude can move. Yeah. I mean, because that was not a body double going through those. Sure? those. I mean. No, nah, no problem. I mean, I mean, that was his face. I mean, there was no CGI back then. Oh, God. Dude, the, the fight between him and Lou Gossett in, in the ring when they have it out, that's that's awesome. Both of them. Yeah, and my groin hurt. Yeah. When he kicked Richard Gere. <laughs> that's the vet move, up. baby. That's the vet <laughs> move. Square up. <laughs> Someone just asked that on the stream. Can we talk about the fight? Uh, uh, Joe brought it up. Oh, you're not Joe. Keep in mind, Joe didn't have the computer in front of him. So no, sorry. That's the way the world. I don't. But that was a vet move by, by Gossett, right? I yeah. mean, to end it like that, just 
pop him right in the huevos. And, and then at the end of the movie, yeah. by the way, and, and by the way, I give the way the ending to this movie, it's 40 years old. Okay. It's, it's right, time. Right. And it's still worth watching, by the way, but the, the, the reveal at the end of does he graduate? Because right, that was good, right? Yeah, because they they're they're naming all the different people. The 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 woman that he helped get over the wall. Remember, he was going for that record time, yeah. the the course record time, now. and then he he stops and he becomes a better friend to to say, no, you've got this, you've got this. Walk up the wall, and because she walked over the wall, that was the last thing that she needed to graduate. And all and then the short guy graduated, and all of these people graduated, and then you see. Richard Gere's character, and he wanted to sit there and have a conversation with Lou Gossett Jr.'s character, but right. uh, he was like, "Time to move along, move yeah. along. I'll never you, forget." You remember you. that girl over the wall? She was pretty hot in Beverly Hills Cop. That was her. Mm. That was her. Wow. Remember that? Yeah, she was friends wow. with uh, Eddie Murphy's character and the uh, the guy that got killed right away. And she Damn. was she was pretty hot in that movie. Very very nice. That's we need stuff. we need more movies to think about because everyone's saying Bloodsport, no, and I got that. a feeling that. Don't do blood sports. You know, nah, I mean, I, I liked Joe's that was like recommendation. Good. That was good for us as kids because we were, it was like action, but it's not like, it's not a movie you you need to review. What about a movie like, uh, someone mentioned to me Total Recall. Uh, if, if you like, yeah, it's okay, I guess. You this know? is when Arnold still was Or what about like The Terminator or something well, like that? Dude, you haven't seen The Terminator? I, I, I remember wow. scenes of it and I may have, so I don't want to have 100% say that I've never watched it. If I did, I was like five, and Dude, I don't remember it. Dude, you got to see Terminator. What I like think, Terminator. Rudy? Loved it. Dude, yeah, it was great, I went great, to the movies man. to see that with my mom Is it and Terminator dad. or Terminator 2 the... Judgment Day? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Jesus out of you. <laughs> well, Terminator 2 was good, too. But he, that he's was got, the best. But he's got to see one first. Yeah, you got to see one You know first. what? I, all I remember about that movie, by the way, because I don't think I've seen it, I think what happened growing up was I remember Arnold Schwarzenegger being naked, walking, mm -hmm. and my mom telling me to leave the room. Oh well, he so has everything. So I think everything. that's what happened. He has everything you have. Why'd you have to leave? <laughs> well, maybe not. I mean, it might be, a, might be a little better. Yeah. Well, he know, is he, from Austria. But see, this was when this was when Arnold's Arnold's agents were so smart. Like between Conan, Terminator, Terminator Two, Predator, Predator. Arnold said three words. Yeah. And Conan, he was just oh. I Terminator's like, I'll be back. I do, he I, never talked. He I, never I, talked. I do remember getting the chopper. Yeah. But, but before we end this segment, because you recommended this movie, I need for you to do a reenactment for me. A reenactment. Wow. Re reenactment of, of, say, I have no other place to go. Please. This is Joe Ryan Eagle <laughs> doing Officer and a Gentleman. Dude, I, uh, you can't put him on the spot. It's well, got to be... Uh, I've got nowhere else to go. <laughs> that is awesome. Very nice. A this minus. A minus to uh, bringing Joe in for the reviews, man. Dude, this this was, was fun, man. Was. Thanks for having me. A minus to an officer and a gentleman. Outstanding. Reach out to me on Twitter at MikeESPNSA. If you have a movie review that you'd like for me to do, this is Halftime on San Antonio Sports Star, ESPN AM 1250 and 103.3 FM. This is Joe Reinagle on your home for everything that matters in sports. San Antonio Sports Star, ESPN 1250 and 103.3 FM. Welcome back to Halftime on San Antonio Sports Star, ESPN AM 1250 and 103.3 FM. On the go at SASportsStar.com. Hey, once again, a big thank you, a big shout out to AA Best Bell Bonds, Nearside App, Texas Cheer Liquor, 
and Southern Recipes Small Batch Pork Rinds for sponsoring our big game coverage in Los Angeles for Radio Row last week. You still talking Radio Row? Well, I am because you what and happened? I did not talk about. Oh yeah, we haven't talked some about the some of the fun things that happened in Radio yeah, Row. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Now here's the thing: uh, Joe Reinagel was in here a few minutes ago. I'm 44 years old. I met Joe Reinagel when I was 21 years old. Really? I worked at Ken's TV back in the late no, 90s. No, you didn't. I Are did. you serious? Yeah. So I've known Joe off and on for a good. You've been around the business years. longer than me, then. Well, I mean, but then I took some time off, like 15 years off. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. So, and I've been listening to you on the radio for the better part of my adult life. 12, 10, 12 years. We're the same age, but I, you know, uh, actually I'm older than you by a couple of months. By a few months. But uh, the thing about it is, is that I never thought that I would ever be in <laughs> Los Angeles on a roller coaster <laughs> with Rudy J oh, and get the reaction that he got. Some people scream on roller coasters. Some people laugh. Now, to paint the picture, we yeah, were... Yeah, tell them what we were on and why I did that. We were at uh, Universal, Universal Studios. Universal Studios. In they, L.A. In they, Cali. Whatever. They, they had a media party, so they shut down the park for us. Right. It's crazy. We could get on any ride we want at any point. Eat what we wanted, drink what we wanted. So we are on this Jurassic World uh, ride, and at the end of the <laughs> ride... These very realistic-looking T-Rexes yeah. come at you. So we, so there's one coming in on the left-hand side. I'm sitting next to Rudy J, and it comes out like ah! It comes at us, and we're like, whoa, that's pretty interesting. And we think the ride's over, but then this big, massive one comes in straight ahead, twelve o'clock, right in front of us, on top of us. And Rudy J looks at me, and goes, "Oh no." <laughs> I didn't know what to say because we're about to go into this big black tunnel, and then T Rex is like dead in my face. I just, yeah, I was scared a little bit. Yeah, it but, got me. They but got how me. did Oh No come out? Of I don't know. Mouth. I was Oh No. I I could have said something way cooler. I don't know. That was very Home Alone ish. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. And the other thing I want to talk about as well. What happened? Was that man? You gave me the perfect assist, man. Oh, oh yeah, talk story. about it. Talk no, your no, noise, dog. No, you tell the story. Okay, okay now, let, me, let me tell it. Okay. So we pull up to the we pull up to the park, whatever. We walk around the park. We're just trying to get our wits about us. We see the basketball goal. And you all know the basketball goal. You've been to Fiesta, Texas, the big hoop. You know, it's a good ways away. So Rob's the hooper. Rob pulls up. You know, he's like, you know, give me a shot. Rob, a little rusty, ain't shot the ball in a while. So Rob misses about three or four shots. And he's like, you know what? That's enough. Real, real fast. But, this is far. We've yeah, been, it was we've far. Been, this is a one. jump. This yeah. was Steph Curry range. Yeah, this is this not, is Steph Curry range. Now you were not twelve feet away. We no, were like, no, we no, were like no. twenty five feet away from the bucket. And, 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 we're, like and we were fifteen feet high. And keep in mind, we're dressed up because we're coming from Emmett Smith's tequila party. Now we knew we had to go to Universal Studios, so we would have dressed comfortable for that. But we had to go to Emmett Smith's party first, so we didn't want to be underdressed. So we were dressed to the tees. Boom! Rob misses his first four shots. He's like, "All right, that's enough." So I was like, "You know what? I got to try." I'm a competitor in me. I missed my first two. Bang! Knock down the next one. I'm like, what? You know what I mean? Well, I had to take my jacket off first, but I knocked down my third shot. Looked around like, yo, who else? Who else wants some? <laughs> so here comes Jimenez. I didn't, I didn't know what to think. I didn't know what to think again. He got on church shoes. I think he was still <laughs> tucked in at the time. He got on his slacks. So he misses the first couple, and then all they were close. They were close. They were great. They were there's there's such thing as a good miss. They were good misses. Mm -hmm. And then he says, he looks at me and he says, Rudy, pass it to me. I'm a catch and shoot kind of guy. And in, in true guy fashion, I roll my eyes in my head. I'm like, what? 
this dude just asked me to pass him the ball at at a damn theme park in my head. And so, I, but me being the team player that I am, it was a sports star weekend. I pass it to him. And lo and behold, he knocked that he knocked it down. <laughs> he knocked down the very first one I passed to him. You know, I don't know who was more shocked, me, him, or Rob. <laughs> but he was like, I'm a catch and shoot guy, Rudy. Pass it to me. I was like, what? I've never been asked to pass the ball to somebody at a theme park. <laughs> but hey, to your credit, you knocked it down, man. So Dude, you, and, and you know what? When it, I know when, Rob, when, when, I know when, Rob. Low-key Rob was hurt. Because me and you both knocked ours down. I know he was mad. Jason, of course, he just back there with his dip and his beer. He wants no part of this. The best part was was when I shot it, I was like, that's in. I said it. <laughs> no, it, it was 12 feet away. No, and I was like, not. that's in. Hey, Rudy J, thanks for being here with Later, us. Later, bro. It's fun on Wednesday.